Guess what I've got going? What do you have going? A roast. <sighs> no way. <clears throat> it's true. It's raining, so it's kind of a perfect day for one. So how's your roast different from your uh, stew? I don't do a stew. I just do roast. Oh, so when I asked for your stew recipe, you sent me your roast recipe? I thought that's what you were referring to. <sighs> God damn it. Was it bad? No, but does it make more sense now when I ask you what's the difference between a roast and a stew? No, I just figured you were like fixating on something. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, this seems normal for John. Cool. I hate you. Uh, that sorry, did like you a... get a really good recipe out of it? I think so. Now it, well, now I just look like a dumbass to my sister because I'm like, this is a stew. And she's like, well, it, well how's this different from a roast? And I was like, it, oh. It's not. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's because it was a roast. Well, I didn't know that. That's, that's what you were thinking. Oh, my God. See, this is, this is, this is what you, what you, this is what you, you, you liberals do. You lie and manipulate, make us look stupid. And then I'm sorry, you, make, you just it's get never us, stupid to eat something delicious. You just get us to say dumb stuff on our own because you I, misfed you us information. You were not clear in your communication there. I'm, I, I no asked for a stew recipe. How much clearer could I be? I don't know. I've never made you a stew. You could have said that. It'd be like, I don't know. You'd have been like, I, I thought I, that's what you meant. <laughs> well, technically it's what I meant because okay, you gave me yeah, the recipe for the roast you made, but I was under the impression that that was like a stew. Now I have to go back to my sister and be like, Hey, everything I said before, I mean, it could be like everything just give it that more liquid, everything that I told you that India said is wrong. That's a, uh, where we're at hmm. thanks obama yeah you'd be okay yeah hmm. <sighs> you sure yeah so it's was just... it good or was it not i don't understand <laughs> it was good okay <laughs> it was good damn Welcome to Ten Tens Podcast, where we talk tense and make little sense. I'm your host, India Monroe, and this is my ancient co-host, John Burkhardt. Happy birthday, John. Thanks. How's your birthday? Oh, it's it's birthday as birthdays as it gets, I guess. Yeah. Do you feel old? Yeah, probably. Because I don't really, I don't care that much, I guess. Yep. That's how you know you're old. Yeah. Well, Patton Oswalt said I'm not allowed to celebrate until I hit 40. Why? Well, Well, so the only birthdays that matter is one through one through twelve, or one through thirteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-one, and then the decades. No, sixteen. Oh yeah, sixteen. But after you get past twenty-one, it's just the decades. Hmm. Okay. So. Yay. 
<laughs> Fine. Thanks, Pat and Oswald. I guess we'll just cancel the cake. Uh, no. Take the cake back. I mean, no, back you to can me. throw yeah. out those birthday pastries that Sarah and I got for you. Just <laughs> yeah, you guys post-mated random pastries to me. I'm sorry. Was that not nice? No, it was nice. It was just very like, huh, okay. Do you not like pastries? I do like pastries. It was funny. The um, the guy delivering them, uh, he called me and he's like, hey, I'm pulling into your complex. Like, where do I go? And then um, he's like... He's like, the instructions say that I'm supposed to say happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> like, smooth Postmates guy, yeah. way to go. Uh, I've been but, instructed to tell you happy birthday, yeah. so <laughs> the, I guess um, that. Well, and Sarah told me, like, hey, um, be sure to answer phone numbers you don't recognize this morning. So, like, I was expecting some, like, phone call. Oh, really? Yeah, like from somebody. How awful uh, would that be? Yeah, I was just like, well, okay, it's a surprise. So then when Postmates called me, I was like, oh. And then I was like, wait, I'm doing laundry. I don't have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> this is Peak John. I'm so happy. <laughs> So <laughs> I can't wait for Sarah to hear this. No, oh well, God. I called her after I got it, and I was like, "Sarah, she's first." She's like, "Did you get your package?" And I was like, "You didn't tell me I was going to need pants." For this. <laughs> wait, I got a texter. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. just says, "Bah ha ha!" He wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> But yeah, thank you, Sarah and Jake and India. And Houston. And Houston got me a birthday present on his own. Oh, okay. Well, I'm spending Asriel. his money. So. Thanks, Azriel. So yeah, Houston got me Hades for Switch. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. He likes that game. So he's told me. He said it's the best game he's ever played. He did not. He said, if Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild in comparison looks like a Chihuahua and a Greyhound race. He would have never said that. That's what he said. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. You're a liar. You're anyway, right. what are you drinking on this happy, happy, joyous day? Uh, Coors Light. Cool. Oh, you mean for the tasting? Yeah, I do. No, I can see you're drinking Coors Light. Well, so <clears throat> I've decided, especially since the last episode, that I'm because I'm still just so new to this that I don't always have like good comparisons and good ways to base a judgment. Uh, so what I thought I could do is. I could start comparing two wines at a time. And the idea mm. is that I would compare one against the other and essentially decide which one I like more. And then the one that I like more carries over into the next recording. 
Uh, and then that one, get, and then it gets judged against the next thing. What? <laughs> Sorry. It's just noise. It's fine. It's a beagle. Oh, yeah, I know. Beagles are cute. Let's keep going. Okay, I'm sorry. Good it's Lord. The loudest beagle in the complex. <laughs> yeah, but it's him. cute. It's really cute. What's his, his name? name's Newton. 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 Yeah, Newton's cool. Anyways, so. Sorry. I thought that. No, I think it's a it's a good way to to advance your your understanding and your, your palate. Yeah. Um, Especially because, like, I can't help you right now. Right. Well, and the other thing I was thinking, too, is that it would force me to be a bit more polarizing with my ratings because I've been very moderate with it. And what, what yeah, I, and you've so, been very generous with yeah. your tents. So I think that like kind of I should hold myself to a rule like, well, if this one loses, then it should clearly be much lower than the one that wins. Mm-hmm. And then. It would give me some level of comparison so that if we, if like, if I keep rating the winner a seven or an eight, somewhere around there, and then five, five wines in, I come across something that is like distinctly better than I. So you wanted to start using two wines at the same time. Are we going to like battle royale this? Or like, is it just a standalone kind of thing? Yeah. So the idea is that I would have to compare to and decide clearly that one is better than the other and that it would force me to be more polarizing with my options instead of being heavily moderate, which I've been recently. And so if one's the loser, then I shouldn't be scoring it a seven or even maybe a five. It should probably be something lower. Mm hmm. Uh, and so it also has the benefit that when the winner progresses, that it will then be compared against something else. So then there's kind of like this history that everything can then be kind of connected to each other. So every week you're going to buy two bottles of wine. No, no, no. The winner will carry into the next recording and be compared against one, a new wine. Just not side by side. What? Like you're not gonna have that winning wine. So let's say I have the I have these two wines. Mm-hmm. I say wine. I have A and B. B wins. B goes into next week's recording and to be compared against wine C. But only for are, memory is what I'm asking. No, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna drink the whole bottle in the week. I'm gonna hold on to it. Why are you looking no. at me? No. Like why not? Because you can't just have an open bottle of wine all week. Why well, have the cork? No, John. What do you mean, no? It's not going to hold up. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you should probably either expensive. like remember what it tasted like. No, I wanted to compare two at a time every time. Then you're going to have to buy two bottles of wine every week, or we're going to have to record like three days in a row. I'm. Which. Pass. Why do you hate tents? I love tents. I just don't have my sweet new recording equipment yet. Whatever. Okay. Now we get the format well, down. Well, maybe I will. I'll just have to stick to cheap wines. That's fine. Okay. So, okay. everybody, guess what? You can't let a wine sit with a cork in it for a week. It'll be bad. Yep. Wine's hard. Mm.
Okay. Okay. So, anyways, hopefully between um, the interruptions, the stop and the go, this makes sense. I don't know if it will. (laughs) Sorry. (sighs) So, I've got uh, HRM Rex Goliath, the legend. It's got a... Oh, yeah. So, this week, my picks were based on animals. So, I picked two... I picked a uh, this one with a big with a big rooster on it, and it says a giant forty five or forty seven pound rooster, and it says sixty five gold medals. So that must be good, right? It okay. <laughs> this is one you're gonna find at a lot of places. Wheat, whether you know those what? are restaurants or like wheat. They're selling tall boys at a concert venue. <laughs> I think that they're saying that this rooster won the 65 gold medals, not the wine. You know, honestly, I would believe it. I either. think that's what's going on here is that well, the HRM rooster, is his royal majesty. Yeah. Has 65 gold medals. And I guess once you hit, you know, probably like 60 gold medals, they make a wine after you. So Michael Phelps is almost there. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many Olympic gold medals you need before they make a wine after you. Just one and they make so Wheaties it, after you. What kind of wine is it? It is a Pinot Noir. What color is that, John? I don't know. It's dark in there. <laughs> uh, here, let it's me pour it. It's going really well. Uh, let's see here. It's like a, looks like grape. Like a purple. Cool. Is that what you wanted? Yep. Okay, you're rolling your eyes. Cleansing my palate. What? I drink water. Give me a second. Lord. Did you even smell it before you drank it, or did you just knock it back? I, I was warming up my mouth. You gotta look. This is what happens when you just let somebody hop on a motorcycle and you don't give them a lesson. They're gonna gonna crash, they're gonna drag their feet sometimes. Deeply regret giving you this idea to drink and wine. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not sophisticated enough for you. This is the worst finishing school ever, anyways. I would say that this is less whiny smelling. God, I'm so Wait, I have a this. question. What? Do you only have one glass? Time out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Welcome to Amateur Hour. Featuring John Burkhart and some grocery store wine. How are you going to do a side-by-side comparison with one glass? Unbelievable. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just knock this one back. And then I'll pour the other one and knock that one back. Come on, man. Get it together. I'm back. Uh, Should I pour the other one next to it? Yeah. You should have, like, wine wine and two glasses. Okay. So you can smell one. Okay. So wine number two is a kangaroo. It's yellowtail. Yeah, and it's a Merlot. 
It's a 2019, if that matters. It's Australian. I'm sure everybody knows about this wine because it's always at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever had it, so. I think it's interesting that you're going to compare a Merlot <clears throat> to a Pinot Noir. Well, this is what happens when you don't pick things out. I just do yeah. the animal okay. method. All right, that's fine. And originally I bought these uh, for cooking, remember? Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So. I would say that the Merlot has more of a, it's a bit clearer. As I would say it's like, but still is like more purpley. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm sorry. You're not gonna, I don't even know gonna, how to respond to that. You're not even going to try and handhold a bit? Are you looking at a clear glass versus yeah. a Bucky's tumbler? Yes. What are we doing, John? I don't Why know. Are we here? I could have had a matching set of tumblers that somebody promised they'd send me home with, but I don't. You know, things just got crazy. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Sure. Okay, anyways, so I'd say that the Merlot smells stronger. Yeah, it should. Why? It's just a heavier bodied wine. Okay, so it's like got more concentrated? No, it's just heavier. Like it's. Oh, look at Miss News how to describe things. It's like when you're comparing a lighter beer. Okay. To a heavier beer. Sure. It's not that one is more concentrated. It's just that it's formulated right. differently. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah. it's like a light Same. beer versus like a stout. Yeah. It's not quite that extreme okay. in these examples, but that is a similar concept comparison. Okay. Neat. Mm-hmm. Neat, 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 neat. Okay. So let me get this Merlot ago. Wait. Let me wash my mouth out. Water. Okay. It is definitely stronger, but I kind of like it. Okay. So that's good. Uh, It's got a bit of sweetness. It doesn't have that like kind of that grimy, whiny aftertaste that some have where it like sits on the back of your tongue after it's evaporated. At least that's what, I don't know if it's like grimy, but like that heavier taste, the taste that I don't necessarily always like of like how it just hangs out. That's not really there. Okay. Like it finishes cleaner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's got a pretty good, I like that taste. I could drink that. Let me give that another. Maybe your your next wine should be a Merlot. Another Merlot? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me let me let me go back to the other one real quick though. Now that we I'll clean my mouth out. Is that right? Is that wrong? Is that bad? You're laughing. I it's don't know fine. what that means. It's fine. It's just funny. It, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your input. <laughs> yeah, I like the Merlot more. Great. No, it's not to say that the uh, the the. The rooster is bad. 
Um, cause like when I was cooking that roast last week, I finished the rest of that bottle, mm-hmm. which is the first time I've done that. And this rooster is actually the first, the, the first time that I've bought the same wine again. Okay. You might just like them for different things. Yes. Um, um but you're going to, you're typically going to drink stuff that is lighter and drier when you're at my house. Okay. Um, so if you're drinking something that's kind of heavy and a little sweet, that's different than the stuff that I would give you. Okay. And not because it's wrong, not because it's bad. It's just that's not what I drink. Okay. But it's good to know that that's the kind of thing that you like. Yeah. I, you know, I do uh, pickles sniffing the wine bottle. So it, it seems like he likes Pinot Noir. Who? So we Sorry. have that. Huh? What did you say? Pickle was smelling the wine bottle. Oh, smart cat. Yeah. So I think he likes Pinot Noir. So smart cat. Um, so hello. So how would you rate the winning wine then? You know, I'll give the Merlot because I actually like it. Um and I give I'll give it I'll give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. Probably it's probably a probably a dumb number, but I don't care. It's my number. So Great. and the Pinot the, Noir? No, the Merlot. Oh wait, no, what? you're asking the, me about the Pinot Noir. Okay, gotcha. I'm sorry. I got flipped. Um so this is part of how this has to go. This this one has to be worse. I'm going to give it, I'll give, but I do like it. That's the problem. It's okay if you like them equally. Well, but you- I'll give, I'll, uh, I'll give this one, I'm going to give this one a six. Because now that I've tasted the other thing, I don't like it as much. Okay. That's fair. So maybe that's, it was more that it was tolerable. Maybe. Maybe We're that's making progress. We are. Good luck editing this segment. Thanks a lot. You're the best. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Yay. Well, do you have any fun activities planned for your birthday? Um, My sister wants to take me out to get something to eat. So, like takeout or like to someplace? To someplace. Good luck. Yeah. Probably just going to get takeout. Um, <clears throat> Where are you thinking? Um, we were talking about sushi. Yum. So there's a apparently there's a place in Lafayette that was like the place we went to in Vegas where it's all you can eat and they you order the dish at a time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um, but I'll have to see how I feel later. Cool. Other than that, I don't really have anything. Um, my no, cousin like that I, campy birthday plans. Plans. Um, I do want to go camping, but the weather's been kind of all over the place. Like how so? Um, it's the either it's been too cold or it's been raining. This hmm. is kind of like the on-off rain season for Louisiana. Are you in Austin right now? Because that's what's happening to us. Nope, I'm in Louisiana. It's awful here. It's supposed to rain for the next week. Gross. Yeah, it's not supposed to rain as much, but it's just hard to like predict stuff. Hopefully, it looks like there might be a break, a two-day break in the weather next week. That I can get away like maybe an hour from here and just go hang out. 
Um, my my current uh, plan that I've, I am able to do it is I'm going to have a fire. I'm probably going to bring my laptop and my headphones <laughs> and just hang out and watch Star Trek all day. Wow, outdoorsy. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. I'll probably no, but I'll probably like go hiking and stuff. And How are you mess gonna charge your shovel. laptop? Well, if I I'm gonna go to an improved campsite so there'd be an electric hookup. Wow. Really roughing it. Yeah. More camping than you've cool. done, India. That's rude. And I didn't say that rude I wanted fair. to go I didn't say I wanted to go backpacking. That's okay, yeah, fine. So are you gonna take the cats? No, Pickle even has a harness, but I just, I haven't gone outside enough with him to be comfortable with like that sort of setting. I think you should do it. No, I'm not just, just going to, I'm not just going to take my cat on an all day. Yeah, all just take thing, your cat. Even though he's never been outside for more than 30 minutes. No, it's fine. He's probably going to get, I'm going to put a, I'll put a spike on the ground mm-hmm. with a line mm-hmm. and he's going to get kidnapped by a hawk. No, you could always just run like a. Like a cable from tree to tree and then uh-huh. like attach the leash to that. So yeah, that's like just a, a big fishing line. The hawk's going to go yeah. pick him up and then he's going to get, he's going to, he's going to hit the end of the line and then it's going to snatch the cat out of, out of the claws of the bird and then my cat's going to fall 30 feet from the air. You have weird visions. Look, I just, I just know how things can go wrong. Okay, fine. Don't bring your cat. That's fine. Okay, maybe I won't. You won't even. Your dogs Great can't dogs. even stay out overnight. My dogs? Yeah, you've said that. What do you that mean they, they can't stay out overnight? I don't know. I remember one of you guys telling me that they can't stay out overnight. No. Oh, okay. They're Never dogs. Mind. I re- I don't know. Well, your dogs are kind of babies. Uh, as long as a bear's not going to get them, I think uh. they wouldn't like relax if they were in a tent. Like I think they would hear noises all around them, and they'd be on high alert. Yeah, that that um that rooster's not as cool as the uh Merlot. Okay. You can reserve it for your next roast then. Oh yeah, that's true. Well no, you said I can't I can't let it sit like that. No, I mean like if you make a roast like tomorrow. Oh, well I'm still working on the old old roast. Okay. So anyways. Um Anywho. What is this about foil blankets? Oh, yeah. I saw this video. I think it was on TikTok. I forget. Uh But it was this guy who was like talking through how he was going to spend the night outside in the woods with his tent hammock thing. And you know, I like those. Yep. But he was talking about how it's supposed to be like 30 something degrees that night. And the hammock tent isn't really good for that. And so here are all the things he's doing to make it better. Okay. And like the pragmatist to me is like, why did you bring the thing that isn't suited for the weather? And then if you don't have better equipment for this, why are you staying out there? But okay. he doesn't think that way, I guess. And he didn't consult me about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he How starts dare this random through, man on the internet? I mean, it's crazy. And he starts talking through what he's done to set himself up for success. And he's like, okay, so I have my, my hammock tent all set up. 
I've got this like foil blanket that's going to go down at the bottom that's going to insulate everything from underneath. And then I've got the sleeping pad that I've cut to shape the whole hammock shape, I guess. It looks like a coffin, honestly. Like it's all tapered and stuff. It's like, so you put that on top of the the foil blanket. And then I have a sleeping bag, but it's only rated to like 45 degrees. So that's not going to be good enough. So I got this like sleeping bag liner that's going to go inside of it. So I've tucked it all in there all nicely and then I'm going to like wriggle my way into it. And then on top of all that, he's filming from inside his hammock tent and he goes, and the best part of all, I got a shoe pillow. And he just takes one of his hiking (laughs) boots and puts it behind his head. And he's like, cozy. (laughs) I'm like, you're nuts. I, none of this looks fun. I think that uh, you made a hammock really awful. Congratulations. <laughs> There's a lot of people who enjoy um, getting by with spending as little as possible and kind of like proving that they can tough it out and uh, just being, don't get and being that. resourceful. I, well, you know, it doesn't have to click for everybody. Like, I feel the same way about that that I do about people that go to football games when it's like 10 below and it's like this badge of honor. And I'm like, guys, if I get a hot dog and the mustard I'm going to put on said (laughs) hot dog is frozen, I don't want to be there. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry, I can't have condiments on this hot dog because they're frozen. Get me out. So that's kind of how I feel about this guy's camping philosophy. I agree. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Nope. Don't like it. But that's uh, that's something that uh, really gets people some people going. So, Well, is. on an equally extreme note, you saw something on TikTok recently that was kind of bananas. Yeah, um... It's been a minute since we really had a um, a motorsports segment, uh, but I found True. a this this is I don't know I just think it's really neat. They're apparently in New York. They have firefighter drill team racing, hmm. and it's there's like been videos kind of floating around over the years of like other parts of the country where. They have uh, uh, fire team races where, like, they'll like where they'll run through like an obstacle course, and then they have to like ascend a ladder and do some other assortment of things like this. But this is the American version, so you got to have hmm. big V eight motors, right? Of course. <laughs> and so, and apparently, what they other have, like, kind of motors are there? <laughs> right. Um, there is. There's like eight, six or eight different events that they do at one of these uh, competitions. Uh, I have to say, all the videos that you posted they look are nuts. both fascinating and terrifying. Yeah, they're like, crazy. I, so they I have, want to watch, but I don't want to watch. Right. So they have non-motorized versions, and then they have like that each team does. There's like three events that they do that are unmotorized, and then they have motorized versions, and they. With the, the there's two kind of motorized things that they do. They uh, and then within them there's different classes. So one event 
is the the hose truck race, which is where they <laughs> <laughs> they kind of have like this. Dr- <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they have this this this. Uh, they have their fire truck and on what is essentially like a single lane drag strip that goes mm-hmm. to what sort of looks like a, a flag tower that would go up like a bridge, but instead it's a platform that you can climb up. Um, so hmm. one of them is the ladder truck, the ladder truck. They start 150 feet away. They floor it on this truck. They get within 50 feet or something. And by the time they get to this, they're already going like 75, 80 miles an hour. Okay. They slam on the truck. Huh? That's hard to stop. Well, these are like customized trucks. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get into it. Um, they hit the brakes. They dump the ladder off the back. And when they don't really dump the ladder as much as a team jumps off the back of the truck and jams the ladder. And these are like custom made ladders. So these ladders have spikes on the bottom of them. That like dig into the ground. And as they do that, a dude is jumping up to climb the ladder. And before the ladder even hits 90 degrees and is completely straight up in the air, they're already climbing up. And so the ladder does like, yeah, it's crazy. So like (laughs) it does like a 120 degree arc or something like that. And then they climb what is like two and a half, three stories. And so all of this happens within like six seconds. Uh, And then the other race is instead of doing a ladder climb, the team jumps off and hooks a hose to a hydrant. Then midway through, somebody couples these hoses to two hoses together. And then a guy on the end, the nozzle man opens the nozzle and they have to hit a like a little like six inch target from like 20 feet away. God. And again, they're going like they're they're when they 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 peak at speed at like 80 miles an hour and then they slam on the brakes. And so they have two subclasses within each race. They have B truck and C truck and <clears throat> I'm sure any of our listeners who have done amateur motorsports knows it can be a pain in the butt to find rules and car classing information uh for their vehicles i couldn't find anything i had to like look Hmm. through videos and comments and stuff to even get like the basic structure of competition and the division of these vehicles because they looked really interesting but apparently the b trucks are based on like one ton trucks and they're not super modified uh they they run on like they they're basically like a dually setup um and they have sealed motors apparently like they're inspected and sealed like you would see in a spec race class but again i couldn't find anything about the motors and if in b truck if they break a record they they tear down everything and inspect everything but and because they're using more than a vehicle they then inspect the hoses as well. So like the hose diameter, material, all that stuff. Then C truck looks like massive autocross D mod cars. Oh Um, yeah. 
like like uh Bob and Pat uh uh like uh what are they, what are they from uh Bimmer Bob Hill. and Patty Tunnell? Yeah, Bob and Patty. Like they have. So imagine they're demod, but like two tons heavier. Oh, and that's I what this them. looks like, okay? And so <laughs> it's nuts. So now instead of having like a kind of jacked up pickup truck, they have these like crazy hot rods with yeah. massive <laughs> drag radials on them doing this stuff. That's wild. And they're like, pretty much the difference is, is that it's a whole lot lighter. We have longer distances to get going faster. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, less surface area to hold on to. Yeah. While we're crazy. speeding towards this thing. It's nuts. Um, it's, it's really, I don't know. It's, it's, it, and it only really occurs in New York, apparently. Um, there's, so at a local, like a regional event, they'll have like 30 ish teams show up. When they run the state tournament, they'll have like up to 70 to 80 teams show up. And like, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And some of them will drive over 600 miles. And apparently, this started, <clears throat> this started way back in like, the early days of uh, fire teams in New York where they were private organizations mm-hmm. and they got paid per job and they would, <laughs> they would compete to get to the fire hydrant first because whoever was able to hook into the fire or like could get there first was the one that got to put out the fire and get the money. That's pretty cool. So I mean, then, that's not cool. Right. But it's, it, yeah. it creates a really cool scene. Yeah, it does. And so from that, as things became more organized and um, firefighting went into like more of a civil service and and, and uh, government ran position, uh, the tradition of this racing continued after, after they would have like fire uh, after they would have like parades that involved the fire departments, uh, the fire departments would stick around and have these races. And this has been hmm, going on for cool. well over a hundred years. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really it's really kind of cool. Um, I watched the, somebody made a documentary. It's called "Race for Glory: The Story of Drill Team Racing." It's on YouTube. It's like fifty minutes, and it is neat. So, what was the TikTok account that you found? It's actually so the New York firefighting. Let me let me look at the exact name of it. So it's is the New York State Fire Department Drill Teams account. So it's NYS FD Drill Teams account. And they just have tons of videos of like all the different types of racing that they do. They mostly focus on the truck parts of it, but they also show like one of the events is the um the bucket race which mm-hmm. is a team of 12 where they have to they do a bucket relay and teams of 12 up a ladder to like fill up a big bucket and they just like are hauling buckets up and it's nuts. It's really cool. Like That's one crazy. day I would love to go see that. Yeah. So, maybe when there's not a pandemic. Yeah. If that we'll, ever happens again. We'll do a, we'll do a road trip to go watch and they're like, Hey, are, are, are you guys, are you here with one of the apartments? No, we came from Louisiana and Texas. <laughs> We just want to watch the show. Yeah. Well, apparently this is a big, um, the fire departments use it as a recruitment and a team building thing. I think that's really smart, actually, because if you're some like young person with nothing to do, 
And you watch this, you'd be like, man, I want to do that. Yeah. Well, and there was people that they interviewed where they were talking about like, I grew up watching this specific team and that's all I've ever wanted to be was a firefighter on this specific team. Oh, so that's really that's neat. cute. And like in certain parts of the country, <clears throat> firefighting is a very deep family thing. So like you'll have entire mm-hmm. families that are part of a fire department. And so that's another part of it, too, is that like, well, this is instead of like your family having their regular tradition, it's this family's tradition is going and doing these 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 oh, races. What a badass family tradition. Right. Not only are you firefighters, but you also do these insane races. And they're talking about yeah, all the injuries really cool. and stuff like one dude's had seven knee surgeries because of it. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what their health insurance is like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not great. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But it's really cool. Um, a lot of respect for it. It seems in- like an incredible thing to watch. So, And yeah. all because you spend a lot of time on TikTok. Woo, yay TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> uh, um, speaking, but speaking of TikTok of which, again, you sent well, me something. Um, I did. I, guess I thought I guess this we're going to really have to cool. like, share links in our next write-up, huh? Uh yeah, I I sent it to, to your text messages. Yeah, I got I it. I didn't add it to that line. Oh, the van prank. Yeah, it's in there. Oh, is that it? Okay, yeah. Will you click through and tell me who the user is? Sure. So I stumbled across this video. Um, John has created the weirdest algorithm on our Tent Talk account. Oh, was this on our account that and- you found it? Yeah, because I was trying to fix our algorithm. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. Showing me I'm weird sorry. Stuff all day. Yeah, no, you got whacked. You got all out of whack when you're like, we gotta look at a bunch of Hello Kitty stuff. We looked at like one Hello Kitty thing, and we we're like, okay, this is weird. Let's get out. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you have the weirdest algorithm. I don't know how you did that, but I was trying to go through and find a bunch of camping things. And I stumbled across this camping prank one, but this guy and his buddies were camping out of their van, or a sport utility vehicle or whatever. But they had like a, put up it looked like a like a like a like a cargo van. Yeah, eh. from the looks of it, just with everything stripped out. It looks like it. Like it. It could have been like a. Like a Cherokee. Oh, okay. That well, anyways. Like it looked big, but not van big. Okay. Anyway, they'd set up a couple hammocks in it. And so, and like their, all of their camp stuff was inside of it. So this was like basically their tent, but it's their car. Yep. And so his two buddies were sleeping in, in their hammocks. And he puts the camera on himself and he's like, all right, we're doing a wake up prank. And so he... Takes the speaker, like a Bluetooth speaker, and like puts it right between the hammocks. And then he gets into the driver's seat and he takes a swig of his energy drink, turns the car on. What song does he start playing, John? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, something just bananas and alarming. And then he floors it and just starts yelling. And they're like in the back country. <laughs> yeah, they're like in their hammocks in the back of the car. And, like, he's driving over all these bumpy uh, roads and terrain, crazy stuff. 
and just yelling while this music is blasting. And it's like the good. guys just freak out. It's so good. Uh, it very much reminds me of uh, this is right up Gambler 500 territory. Yeah. Uh, because I've stolen people's vehicles um, at campsites. There is Team Van Halen out of the Kansas Gambler who hammocks in their van. So I could easily see this happening. Are you putting them on notice? Uh, Yeah, sure. Why not? Look out, boys. <laughs> I'm going to get you one day. I just, can you imagine if you woke up and you were barreling through like the woods and the driver was just screaming? I would be so panicked. If it was a regular weekend, I would be concerned. If it was a gambler weekend, I would one already be drunk. Two, I would Im- <laughs> I immediately know. Say. I would immediately know that it was shenanigans. It is shenanigans. I would just automatically assume, oh, we're doing shenanigans. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> this is how it we're also waking just up kind today. Kind of looked like fun. Like yeah, if y- you were just in the hammock as the car was driving. Like, right. obviously, this is dangerous and irresponsible. Don't do it. But it had potential. Yeah. It's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. So while I was working on our algorithm, that's what I found. <laughs> <laughs> and moving into more. Why do we have so much tent talk stuff? Good lord. There's another I spent a lot of time trying to fix your weird algorithm. Whatever. Well, I went in last night and screwed it all up again, so don't worry about it. Oh, great. Okay. It's I'm our click algorithm. on all the feminist our, stuff I find. Our algorithm. This isn't John talk. This is tent talk account. Yeah, that's why I was looking at tents. Okay. And I was looking at people pitching tents. What's the difference? Ew. <laughs> the other thing that I discovered that I was not aware was a thing was a tent for your trampoline. So did you, were you able to confirm that this is actually a tent for a trampoline? Yes, it's a thing. Okay. So yeah, they, just give trampoline for a tent a Google and you'll find every top 10 list ever. <laughs> top 10 ways to break your children's legs. And you'll legs. see my notes, right? Like some of them are very campy looking. Like, they look like camping tents. Some of them are styled like circus tents or clubhouses. This just seems like such a sketchy idea. Oh, it's a terrible idea. But it looks like so much fun. But you wouldn't even be able to jump in it. And they seem to be, like, pretty affordable. $100, $150. Not too bad. For a tent without a floor. It, no, your trampoline is the floor. I understand. But, <laughs> like, it... <laughs> Just you can't even you, you some of these you can't even stand in. So how are you going to well, do I any mean, bouncing? If you're a child. I don't. I don't call me old. I don't get it. You got to think though. You're going to stand on the trampoline and it's going to sink a little bit. So even yeah. if the tent itself only has a dome that peaks at like what six feet, you're going to have a little bit of give to the floor. Depending on your weight. So you got some room. You might. I think that at most I would be able to hop on my knees. You know, there's got to be somebody who knows physics (laughs) and the elasticity of 
a trampoline. Yeah, we're buying a trampoline tent. We're finding we're buying a trampoline and a trampoline tent, and we're gonna conduct experiments. We should. We should do this. Okay, deal. This just looks so whack. Yeah, we're gonna start a we're gonna start a Patreon, guys. Um, just for this purpose. Yeah, their tier one is five dollars. Tier two is three hundred to fund this endeavor. (laughs) So either we need a lot of you or one of you. It's up to you. (laughs) I just really like this idea. I I almost like this as much as the tents that were powered by box fans. Oh, I like that one way more. I like that more. Yeah, I think that's actually functional. It's like a, it's like so. Like uh, I had a friend who would do that. Essentially, would do that in the barracks because our AC sucked. He would tie his poncho liner to his rack, and then he would put a box fan in on one end of it, and he would lay underneath it, and he'd turn it into like this little wind tunnel, <laughs> and it felt great. I'll bet. And you just hang out in there watching like The Office or something. Amazing. No, um, oh, what was that show? Supernatural. That's what he would watch. Oh. So, yeah. Well, I'm just impressed that somebody thought of this and got it made (laughs) and inspired others to make their own versions. (laughs) It's just kind of, I mean, what a time to be alive. Yep. You're right. But American uh, spirit. as we've mentioned, we have Tent Talk and there's tent uh, talk. more content on there. What's our handle, John? Tent underscore talk. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have heard of the bus it challenge. <laughs> it's booty tastic. <laughs> um, but we did it. Uh-huh. And it's really good if I do we say sh- so myself. Yeah, we did. Be sure to to check that out and uh, drop us a like and a comment. Oh, and apparently on uh, TikTok, the share button is very important. So if you want to help us. Yeah, apparently that's how you really get the algorithm going and you get your stuff out there. So if you uh, you have to hit share and then you at the very least just hit cancel or no hit share copy link. So then you don't have to actually send it to anybody, but it will register as a share and then oh, just do that so like nice. 40 times for us. <laughs> no, you don't have to, but it'd be cool if you did. Yeah. So yeah. We think tent it's funny. Underscore it was a, it featured on our Instagram for a yep. second. Yeah. That's gotten some good feedback. Got some, po- some positive feedback. Yeah, people seem to enjoy it. My sister-in-law thought it was funny. Good. My sister thought it was funny. I think she thought it was funny because uh, I was wearing the sweater that she gave me for Christmas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was such a good purchase. Yeah. (laughs) So. So, finally getting away from TikTok. I get to introduce many of you to a, and I don't even know if I've told you about this, India. No, a, you haven't. That's a, why I put a bunch of question marks. Yeah, underneath is this segment a very long journey of my life. This is something that's been going on for 
I want to say at least 10 years. There is a person um, named, mm, I don't want to dox her, but there is a lady who has the same last name as me, same spelling, who lives somewhere else in the country, who and has the same first initial as me. And I am the, uh, and sometimes when she does business with people, uh, they will fat finger her email address and they will put mine in instead of hers. Hmm. And so over the years I have gotten emails for, uh, we'll call her Janice. I've gotten emails for Janice. And so, uh, the, what we the, what, the thing that really made it stand out years ago was that I kept getting updates for like a little league soccer team because, <laughs> because her kid was on it, but they oh. got the wrong email so, like, address. She never went to her kid's soccer game because she didn't know what it was. Well, I, and I don't kid's know. just like, mom must not love me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. But what kind of you're the creep getting these emails. It started when I was like in, when I was in the Marine Corps. So I'm like, 2021 or something and i'm like guys check it out i have a kid (laughs) and so i give updates on like how the soccer team's doing throughout the season um (laughs) how they do did they make it to state uh no like this is like little kids um but so every once in a while it would pop up and then like maybe four or five years ago I started getting like important stuff again, stuff that's like, oh, this. And it was the same like th- there was like real information for this person, like uh, where it's like, hey, she probably wants this information and has no idea what's happening. And I had so much information. I was able to figure out where she worked. And so actually I was bored at an airport. I called her office and I was like. Hey, Janice, this is going to sound insane, but I am John Burkhart. It seems that we have very similar email addresses because I've been getting these emails for you. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's not a big deal. I, I, this has been happening over the years. And I, I, I just want to let you know so that like when you don't get stuff, it's probably not getting caught in your spam. It's going to me in like... Some of this kind of looks important and a stranger shouldn't be getting it. It's just and like, I'm like no, privy to very specific details of your yeah, life. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, I, you know, and like, I just so you know, so you can be more aware. And she's like, no, you're absolutely right. Thank you so much. And it was a very pleasant conversation. And I stopped getting emails for years. Well, guess what? Oh no. <clears throat> Little soccer Billy. He's grown up. He got his first car because I got their insurance deck page. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to, like, email him, ask him how his soccer career is going, and say, like, I've known you since you were a little kid. (laughs) So because I got the deck page, this, you know, like, this this one's probably the worst one because now I have all of their information. And I immediately emailed the insurance agents back and I was like, and I explained what was happening. I was like, Hey, this isn't Janice. This is John. 
over the years, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I'm yeah, so no sorry. Problem. I just emailed this very personal information yeah. to you. <laughs> Full PDF, everything. And so I was, I was telling my sister about it because I, I, she's known about it. And I was like, hey, Billy's back. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I was like, Billy's got his first car. And uh, I was like, what if I added her to my Christmas card list? Now that I oh have my her God, address. You should. <laughs> and would just send you should. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that would be You're gonna like get invited not. for holidays, yeah. special <laughs> occasions, Billy's graduation. Right? Like what <laughs> couldn't I just be like, oh, this is we, we could just be like we're long lost relatives and everybody would be like, Yeah, I believe that. Same last name. No, I I want this to evolve into a very deep, long lasting relationship. I don't, I, I, I don't, cause it's so wacky. Like I don't want to come across as like a stalker, but at the same time, it's like, no, you're, if anything, you're stalking me. You're like, you're like the, whatever the opposite of stalking is where like, instead of somebody following you and finding everything out about you, you can, it, it'd be like if I followed somebody and constantly gave them my information it was like "Ooh, hope i don't get kidnapped Ooh, yikes um, you know like <laughs> no i think your play here is you sent her a christmas card next year <laughs> with a note that says hey janice it happened again welcome to my christmas card list yeah hope you're well <laughs> a fellow jay burkhart yeah so yeah that's brilliant i'm so happy for you You yeah this extended family what state does she live in uh i don't want to dox her okay can you text it to me because i'm really yeah i will yeah 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 i can i'll i'll send the results reasonable to to think that you could be with her for holidays what like could you make it to her house for the holidays if she was like hey john do you want to celebrate Thanksgiving with us? Well, yeah, it's, it's not like she lives in Alaska. Cool. So I think this is the start of a wonderful relationship. Yeah, me too. Like so. that nice grandmother who texted the wrong person to invite him for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, and he was like, "You got the wrong number, but can I get a plate?" And now <laughs> that, they celebrate. That reminded like, every me of that. Yes. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> and they've been doing that for like I think like five or six years now. Hmm. So. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, what a nice heartwarming story for this dumpster fire of a year that's already been going on. Yeah. So congratulations to Billy. I I hope you don't wreck that vehicle. <laughs> I hope you don't in- increase your parents' insurance rate. What kind of car was it? A good one? Hold on. I'm recording. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it's good. All right, last little bit. Tell me about this Versa sighting. So, I was at the grocery store again. And this time, I was coming out. And there was a silver Versa hatchback, same generation as mine, pulling out of the parking spot next to mine. And they had the very rare OEM wing on it. So, I knew they were a sporting enthusiast. (laughs) Hmm. And uh, it was a couple, and as they're pulling out, they keep eyeballing my car, and they're both just kind of like, hey, it's a Versa. Is that, 
is that a race versa? What, what's the deal with that? And uh, like, I, I could see them like having the conversation as I'm walking up and uh, like, I get up to the car before they're like putting it in gear to drive away. And like, I actually just like smile and wave at them and I'm like, Hey, nice, nice versa. And they're like, Oh wow. You too. Oh, bros. Yeah. Versa bros. We're going to start doing the versa wave. That's pretty cute. Yeah. I'm going to get a lot of confused looks from grandmas. I love it. Yep. So sign me up. That was the, uh, the latest in, in, in the, in the versa world. Well, cool. This has been a really unexpected twist to your versa stories. I know. Well, I decided that, Hey, maybe I've had such good luck in this one specific parking lot. Maybe I should approach things differently. Maybe you should have a, a bumper sticker that says, ask me about my versa. Yes. Maybe I, cool. oh, I, my cousin can make decals. I should ask her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. put her to work. That's a good idea. You're welcome. Nice. Happy can birthday. I, can I do an outline of the ask me about my wiener guy next to it? Jonah Hill. Yeah. But in the wiener costume? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Anyways. <laughs> that's so all I, I got for this week. Um, hopefully the country survives tomorrow and we don't have a repeat of two weeks ago. If you get that, that sticker made for your car, I expect it to be posted on our Instagram. Yeah, that'd be dope. I could do that. More content. Um, and you have to drink that wine or else it'll go bad bad in a few days. Okay. If you haven't finished it by the third day, pitch it. And if okay. you're going to store it somewhere, in your fridge. It's going straight to my fridge. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Well, this was fun. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, oh, uh, I think we, we could we could really use a second letter writing campaign. <laughs> so if y'all could get on that, I'd really appreciate it. Tell your grandmas, your grandpas, your exes. Um, Ooh, don't tell your exes. They're exes for a reason. When when uh, when you have like a Tinder or Grinder hookup, instead of like putting on Spotify slow jams, just put us on. Um, I think that's a know. great idea. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the, it, it you help us, we help you. I I, I think it's a win win. Definitely, wins all around. Great story for the kids. <laughs> Love it. How'd you guys meet? <laughs> Yikes. All right, John, sing that song. Okay, here we go. Keep it campy. Woo.